This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This week on the podcast, we talk about Big Dipper and Spiciest Meatball and how I can survive in the woods and how he probably couldn't. And then we also talk about feeding shrimp to Trixie. We talk about what's going on with salads in your butt. Uh, and, you know, it's an onslaught of pride. So, listen, we this is not a rainbow-themed episode. We are not trying to let you know that we love all of our LGBTQIA plus sisters and brothers uh, because we do that every day of the year not just in june okay carmax okay daddy bezos okay chick-fil-a no they don't do it no they don't they they are still actively against us and very proud of it exactly um but great show today lots of fun voicemails and we appreciate all of you constantly calling in to give us really fun things to listen to Yeah, babies. So call it again. All right. Goodbye. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom. You end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Or email sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now, on with the show. How you slop, you stupid little fucks, you nest little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fuck. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. This is Meatball and that's Big Dipper. And without fail, we were supposed to start at a certain time. And I get a text from Dipper 20 minutes before we're supposed to start that says, can we start at 30 minutes late? And let me tell you something about Big Dipper. If you're going to schedule with them, just know that there will be an hour to 30, 30 minute delay. Thoughts? I will tell you that really only applies to you. Because with with a lot of other people, I'm always on time. Well, then I'm going <laughs> to stop saying yes, because you're cutting into my time. Um, I want to talk about, I was thinking about this this morning as I got up out of bed. And I like folded my weighted blanket and turned off my humidifier and took my mouth guard out. Oh my and, like, goodness. And like opened the window. And I was like, I... You would not have survived as a caveman. This is what I'm trying to say. Like, I, sometimes I think about like, you know, if I were to ever get stranded somewhere or get arrested or like, you know, just have to like sleep or like exist in a place where I don't have the things that I'm so accustomed to having. And I feel like I would crumble really quickly. Yes, I think so too. Because I think that you are just so into modern conveniences. I mean, so am I, but I am also an Eagle Scout, and I survived in the woods with nothing but a knife 
and a tarp and a fire starter for a week. What? Yeah, when I got my Eagle Scout, you have to like go into the woods. I mean, it was like basically we were on a camping trip, but I had to go off separately and go like survive and create my build my own little tent, start my own little fire. Have you seen off the land? And let me tell you, I did not eat off the land. I did just not eat for a week. I was so tired. Did you see that? Have you seen that show alone? Is it called Alone? Yes, I love that show. This is so wild to me because I would not ever take you for like the to have any sort of ability as a survivalist. I don't think I'm a survivalist. I think I made it through a week with like a fire. You know Bitch. what I mean? There's a complete difference. Because what do you I even wasn't think out about? hunting for food. I wasn't like, what do you think about? Man, I jerked off so many times. In the woods? So, yeah, and I was just stinky and nasty. Little there teenage. was nothing to do. I had I brought my Eagle Scout book or like the Scout book with me. So I did like read a bunch of stuff, but I was just like, oh, this is so boring. You didn't like do characters with yourself out in the woods talking. No, but I did think like I should have <laughs> I should have like this would be a perfect time to experiment with drugs. Yeah, trip your balls off with, like, no food or shelter, and a bear comes and, like, attacks you in the woods. It was, like, the woods in Texas. That's why you were like, jerking off. You were trying to attract a bear. I was, I was like, come get these cummies. <laughs> How old were you? I was, like, 14. Ah! That is so wild to me. I, I... I would get so bored. I feel like I, well, I constantly it was, it was more need to look at my... than difficult. It was just like, okay, so I built like a little tent. I put down like leaves and sticks and stuff to sleep on. And then I built a fire. And then I was like, cool. So day one down, five more or four more of these. It was awful. And Never you, paid, again. you paid to do it, didn't you? Basically, yeah. You had to pay your dues. <laughs> that is wild. I made it. Uh, what what what's the order of those animals? It's basically a circuit party. It's wolf? yes. There's wolf. There's wait no. cub, cub, wolf, bear. There's a bear scout. There must be. There's a bear scout, and I think it's Weebelows Cub Scouts. No, Weebelows. What is a Weebelow? I don't know. Oh, now I'm gonna look up what a Weeblow is. Weeblow. Weeblow. Weeblow stands for We Be Loyal Scouts. What? What? Uh, without the S, the boys are not scouts. This is oh, crazy. It goes, it goes lion. We never had lion. We had tiger. Oh, lions is like little kids. Tiger, wolf, bear, Weeblow. Hmm. But that's Cub Scouts. Yeah, that was I did that. I did I think I did um Tiger Bear Wolf and I I think I was a Weeblows. We be loyal scouts. We had to do something called the Pinewood Derby. Do you oh, this? yes, mama. Ooh, yes. Ooh, yeah. And I waited mine in the front so it would go faster. But you were allowed to. Yes, you were they each had to weigh a certain Okay, so the Pinewood Derby was where you would create <laughs> A little pine wood car. That, they would like, give you, you could, a block of wood. They would give you a block of wood, and then you had to make it into a car. And you could use whatever you wanted for wheels, but it had to be a certain weight, and it had to fit on a specific track. And then you would drop it from the top of the track like a long slide, and it would go down, and whoever's won, or whoever's was the fastest won. Right. So it was really and just about like whose wheels were greased up the most, I guess. 
but also like aerodynamics and like it had to be a certain weight. It couldn't exceed a certain weight, but you could put all the weight in the front of the car in order to yeah. like make it go faster, which is very much the opposite. Well, no, because with bobsledding, you do have to weigh the. Do you like that movie, Cool Runnings? Yeah, I loved Cool Runnings. I do, sometimes when I watch movies nowadays, I think it's racist now. You do. Well, I don't know. I'd need to see it again, but it's one of those ones where I'd watch it and be like, ooh. That was I think there are tricky. some moments where they like go for the joke and you're like, oh, that was something people said then that shouldn't be said now. But the story, I feel like the story is actually, I mean, it's because it's based on the it's first true. Jamaican bobsled team. So, um, but uh, I feel like movies like that don't, do you, do you? You know that like warm and fuzzy feeling you get from like watching that type of Disney movie. It's not an animated film. It's not a kids movie, but just like even even the things that are like the the like big hurdle to overcome, they're like underscored with orchestral music. So you just mm-hmm. like know that once once that like the the uh the sort of like musical refrain comes to an end, they'll like have the idea to get them out of their pickle. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, Those are movies we like, work. They're formulaic. Like, we're made to respond to that. Do we... Do we... Do you see those types of movies anymore? Or is no. the idea that we're, like, we're too smart to fall for it? Because I'm like, show me the Princess Diaries and I will be shocked when she straightens her hair again. No, but it reminds me of... Um, I saw this musical that made me cry at the end and I was like, it was set up to make me cry. It was about the 9-11 airplanes yeah that sounds like it'll make you cry musical but no it was like about come from away and it was like about how in this tiny town um when the, when the planes hit during 9-11 it was like in canada and all, they just redirected tons of planes to this tiny town because they were like it's just not in america and it's like where they'll land all these flights and so all these people were just stuck in this tiny town that didn't have enough stuff for everybody and no one could leave so they were there for like i think a month or two i can't really remember but then at the end they all leave and the stage starts rotating and they're singing about going home and i started crying and i was like this was made to make me cry like you made me fall in love with each one of these people and it was like not a good musical but i was it was like forced to cry at the end yeah, like a swell of beautiful music mm-hmm. when someone is finally getting their like their moment and they're like looking up, you know, expectantly to the sky, sort of like smiling with glassy eyes. You're like, get these waterworks going. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Not for me. That's you just said you cried. Yeah, but I didn't. Like, at the end, I was like, I'm crying. <laughs> no, but I wasn't, like, into it. Like, that's the problem. I was like, I'm crying because I was forced into this. It was like an emotional emotional hostage situation. You're going to talk about that during a 9-11 musical? You know what I think is fascinating? And this is why I, like, love podcasting, because I feel like podcasts really do this. Like, a This American Life or, like, a Radio Lab podcast will be, like, you know, like, that's a story that is, like, eight layers below the headline of 9-11. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, i like, fascinated by that. Like, you know, um, 
there were a lot of stories like that at the height of COVID in the States where it was like everyone else was unemployed, but random businesses were booming because they like happened to manufacture like swabs or whatever, or like they ran out of like all of the like trickle down effects from like something that has a global impact. I love when people do that sort of like eight layers away from the headline. What is the human interest story? Ah. Yeah, like, um, well, I don't know if this is interesting, but I listened to one about how during, like, the middle of COVID, food lines, food banks became, like, such a situation. And there was oh, yeah. People, yeah, and there was people, like, scamming the food banks and just, well, like, people- going to multiple ones and, like, getting all this food. And, like, at, like, and they were literally, it was rich, white gentrifiers in New York City who were, like, these kids who were, like, yeah, I mean... My college is still in, but, like, I don't want to have to go to the grocery store, and they have free food here, so I just go to two or three of these in a day, and, like, that was their day, and they're like, but you understand that this is food for people who don't have money, and they're like, yeah, but, like, da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, "Mm, I don't want to do it. Well, I, I, it is always fascinating when you see people, like, take advantage of those situations. I believe um, rapper Pretty Ricky um got a ppp loan oh, ppp loan to buy fucking maseratis Cars and, and like, yeah <laughs> and, and then like... the government was like okay um time to give us that money back and he's like i don't have it it's, it's all like, these cars first of all it's a loan second of all it's meant to like help people out like people are so twisted when they don't think about other humans I mean, that's the way the world works, baby. I've been thinking about it, too. I was like, should I just start stepping on people to get to the top? Because it seems like it's what's working for everybody else. And I'm pretty nice about making sure everyone gets their dues, credits, and money from me. But other actually... people just, like, will just crawl and ruin people's oh, lives, treat them like yeah. shit, throw them to the side, and act like that person was the issue when that person was like, can you just treat me with a little bit of respect? I was watching, um, even though I know we and talked talking about, about it. The... Oh, my God. <laughs> Even though we were talking about it and we said I wasn't going to do it, I have been looking at Friends, old episodes, even though Not I've seen them all. you gotta have No, friends. the other theme song. But Why wasn't I was, that the theme song? I was watching the one where Monica is like dating the millionaire. This was mm. from like an earlier season. And her whole thing, and it's John Favreau, who's gone on to like direct every movie ever. But, um, you know, this is the one where it's like... Uh, um uh she's not attracted to him she's like physically not attracted to him but she has like great chemistry loves talking to him loves hanging out with him and then he just like keeps throwing things at her and he gives her he's like hey i bought a restaurant and i want you to be the head chef which is her like dream job oh yeah but and he says we can just be friends don't worry about it and she turns him down she's like i just can't do it and i'm like that I mean, obviously, I think I got a moral compass. <laughs> that sounds so twisted. I think I got a moral compass from my parents and the way I was raised. But additionally, I feel like there, you know, like nowadays people are like, we're showing like real characters, flaws and all, like painted, a, you know, like paint a full picture of what it is mm-hmm. to be a human. It's like so awful trash people. That's what we're seeing in modern day characters. And so many characters, you know, were just inherently either good or bad, like moral or or criminal Wait, or like would whatever. You d- would you do that if someone was like, I bought you this, what something amazing and you we can just be friends 
I so feel you're like gonna have to see me all the time. The pragmatic version of myself would be like, we're sitting down, we're having a conversation. I'm recording it. I'm saying out loud, I don't have feelings for you. I don't, you know, like I would just like make it so explicitly clear, but you're gonna turn down like a dream scenario. I wouldn't. I would be like, yep. Oh, you wrote this movie and you want me to star in it and you're gonna direct it and everything, but we're just gonna be friends. Yep. Uh, let me do it. Yeah, I don't see what's wrong with that. Let me let me run your restaurant, and then if shit gets weird, I'll leave. This is what and I'm then saying. I'll have the experience of being a head chef at a restaurant, and that'll get me further ahead. But I also feel like white people get these opportunities all the time, and 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 they oh, and they do take yeah. them. And, and we're talking about fictional white people from the '90s, but still, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, only on TV shows, only on TV shows, only on. All right. TBS. TBS. Well, we'll be right back with some phone calls. We got a lot of good ones this week, so let's get right back after this break. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like oh baby i don't have to think about this Mm -hmm. like It is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus... 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Oh, yeah. And we're back. 
Did you see some guy try to hijack a plane from Tennessee to Los Angeles or Los Angeles to Tennessee? When? Like two days ago, maybe yesterday. Um, and like everyone on the plane like started beating the shit out of him. And he got zip tied and like put in a seat. And everyone was just like standing around him until they emergency landed. Oh, like like everybody on the plane was like, yeah. we're going to rally together. We're going to do this together. You, and it, dude. Yeah. <gasps> and there was a bunch of memes of people standing in line just like ready to hit him. Um, I used to think about this all the time because I feel like all I see. So, you know, like we we both used to be on planes all the time. And I feel like it. all I see on TikTok is <laughs> all I see on social media is videos of people getting kicked off planes for being assholes and like holding up the line and being like, um, why do I have to get off? Like this lady was in my and everyone being like, boo, get off, get off, get off. And when I when I fly i typically just like act like put blinders on wear headphones and like try to sit and like just keep to myself and like yeah i'm not trying to participate in anything and i think about that so much like i remember i used to i used to you know on long flights you know some people like kick off their shoes even if they're but if they're wearing socks and it's like a six hour flight no, you can you can unlace them and you can get your shoe loose, but I don't want to see your your socked foot out of the shoe. But this is what I'm saying. I used to never do that. I used to always like make sure I wasn't wearing any. I mean, I only wear basketball shorts and t-shirts, but I would always make sure I could like move around and I didn't have like twelve different bags. Like I was always on like we're high fat. alert. We always when think about that stuff. Yeah. No, what? We're fat. We always think about like being having loose clothes, being sit- agile and ready to run and move around. I'm saying oh, I was like I was saying? on high alert. Oh, I was saying I was just like ready to just like be comfortable. Like I wouldn't wear like what overall were you on a high alert for. You Do you were gonna, remember you were when there was take like out the a- air marshal? No, you remember when there was a bomb scare at LAX that turned out to literally be nothing, but the whole airport shut down for six hours? Like, everyone was on high alert all the time in airports, and I was like, I want to be able to, like, move quickly if I need to move quickly. I don't want to have, like, six little bags. I don't want to be, like, you know, like, have, you know, like, overalls with, like, a clip that comes undone and gets me stuck in some sort of... I'm always thinking about that. Is that um, neuroses? Yes, that's no way to live. But also, I was telling someone how I have knives in every room of my house, and they were like, that's no way to live. That's Or how whenever I sit somewhere, I want my back to be to a wall and not to a window. Not to a window or a a door? Yes. I want to see the exit at all times. I think it's normal. All right. Let's play these voicemails. First, we have one. um, Oh, this was a hot button. A lot of people had issues with salad fingers. A lot of people didn't like salad fingers. So, uh, not in front of my salad fingers. Let's play that call. Hey, Dip. Hey, Meatball. Was listening to your podcast where you were wondering why you still see salad when you go potty the next day. <laughs> so, all vegetables are made out of something called cellulose, and it's just the structure that makes up the cell walls of any vegetable, corn, celery, lettuce, whatever. Human beings can't digest cellulose, but our systems can pull all the nutrients out of it. But that's why when you go potty the next day, you see like a weird transparent piece of lettuce floating in the bowl or meatball, because I know you love corn so much. That's why you see it in the bowl the next day. 
Hope you enjoyed that poop update. Bye. Bye. Wait, I feel dumb. Well, uh, yeah, me too. I feel like that's something I should have known. But also, someone else sent in an email saying that um, another reason why you would see full salad leaves was because <laughs> duh, is because you're not chewing enough, and like chewing is a part of digestion, and like we as humans have evolved to not chew our food enough. Yeah. Like we don't chew it up enough to break down the cellulose that to then further help our body get more of the nutrients out. So I think it's like a combination of both, but also like gross. Very gross. But then, okay, so he said all vegetables, but like if I eat a bell pepper, I don't see pieces of bell pepper floating around. But I think oftentimes it's like, it depends on how you eat it, right? Like, if you eat an entire bell pepper versus, I can't believe this is like all we talk about. It's like, what's we in your bowl? What's, we should change the name of the bowl. Also, what's in your bowl? Don't call it a bowl. It's a shitter. I like that they called it a bowl and said when you and go potty. potty. Yeah, exactly. That's no, a mom. I don't know. I mean, when I eat bell peppers, I like dice them up. And maybe maybe that's more about, I mean, all vegetables. I don't know. I, I don't know. Clearly, we don't know. We needed someone to let us know. But that makes so much sense that we're like our bodies are taking what nutrients we can grab and then letting the rest flow. But they said that's why it's like a translucent because you've like sucked out all the nutrients but a corn still is a corn well it and sometimes like it's, it's not translucent but i think that i think what you're saying is right if it's not really chewed up and also like sometimes your body can only you know with 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 me i some i probably eat a lot more food than my body can actually pull anything from and that's the tea on that have you seen that? Uh, I get the the ad on YouTube when I'm looking at YouTube videos. You're carrying around 25 pounds of extra shit in your body. No, he that says one? the average adult is carrying around between 5 and 20 pounds of toxic poop in your body at any given moment. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, here's the thing. 20 pounds. 20 pounds? 20 get pounds. Get out of me. But, then gonna, I was but here's thinking, not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to use whatever he's trying to sell me. I'm going to go to a doctor and be like, I want you to evacuate my body. And uh, the problem is when when he says five to 20 pounds, I'm thinking Jesus. But then I'm thinking average adult in America is an obese person. Yes. So 20 pounds, girl. My question is, where is it sitting? In it's the in- intestines. Okay, but then. I have more questions than answers. We need to get that doctor on here. Physiology, anatomy, we need to get a doctor. and physiology. We got to get Dr. Dr. Marcus Tellez on here. We're, I'm going to ask him for next week. Doctor, doctor. doctor. He's got a mullet and a big old... Di- okay, next phone Here's, uh, uh, I think, another explanation because we were we had talked about um, dick cheese. God, what, like, what are we what submitting this? this one for the streamies or something? Jesus. We'll never win a stream. Hey, you fuck. Uh, so I'm actually calling about uh, Meatball's question about uh, the cheesy uncut penis. Uh, so with that, essentially, you know, you hear people with stretched ears saying that they've got smelly ears and it's like the same thing as like toe jam. And, and so your body creates oils and the oils get trapped inside these spaces in your body. And it's basically like, 
oil, gunk, skin cells, hair. It's all the dead stuff that your body creates, but there's nowhere for it to escape because it kind of holds it in on the head. So I'm not a doctor. I am also cut. Hey, Dipper. Uh, so I don't really, what? I don't really know exactly what, what all it's made <laughs> up of, but it's sebum, smegma, dip cheese, whatever. All right. Hope you got your shrimp. Uh, have a good day, you fucks. this i need to talk about i have a okay well first let's talk about the phone call and then i'll discuss shrimp um (laughs) yeah i guess that makes sense because you know how sometimes you can like wipe the side of your nose and it's like really oily and there's like a smell to it yeah but i don't but uh, so yes but he also said he's not a doctor so he could have just making it all up but that does make sense to me that like your genitals would create some sort of oil and it gets trapped under the skin but my question is like is so for someone with a foreskin does that happen like overnight yeah i like, mean i would does just it be... become like or is it like a three-day thing because it's like i don't have a buildup on the side of my nose or behind my ear that becomes a white cheese for me that feels like it would have to take like a week or two oh my god and then yeah, secondly it's like uh oh. it's like uh glenn glare glenn, glenn gary glenn, glenn ross glenn close it, a, B, C, always be cleaning beneath your foreskin. <laughs> a, B, C, B, F. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, then, I, yes, it, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't boggle the mind that that area of the body would, would like get, get dirty or like yeah. collect something. What Same as like, your mind like, is how long does it take for it to get that way? And and how long are you ignoring the problem? Yeah. But that's like an adult thing. That's like a be an adult and clean yourself thing. Yeah. And then number two, I have this fantasy, and I've been thinking about it for like two weeks, is that I want to feed Trixie Mattel shrimp. Like, I want her full makeup, updo, and I want to put a shrimp in her mouth and I want to hold onto the tail like a cocktail shrimp and then uh-huh. I want to, like her to bite it out of my fingers and then I take the tail away and I just want to watch her eat the shrimp. Box. I would pitch it to her for her YouTube channel. I'm sure she would do it. Have her okay. have her do a collab where she looks at your palate and then feed her shrimp. Do shrimp inspired eye makeup with the Diamond Diva palette on her YouTube channel and then do cocktail shrimps at the end. Perfect. Well, right? yeah, that's great. I'll do that. I'll text her right now. Listen up, Trixie. We know you're a loyal listener. JK, you no, listen to every other, every other drag podcast. <laughs> um, also, why did I get the cut shout out there? That's the thing. And I, I think it's because I'm in a relationship so that um, only people flirt with you when they listen to this podcast. Or <laughs> yes, that's why. That's why. My it's voice the, you're so... 100%, 100% flirtable, but it's just that you're in a relationship. It's just that I'm in a relationship and so we can't have it. Or it's because of my voice being so annoying that people don't want to be around me. Next <sighs> call. No, not next call. I want to know about the obsession with shrimp. I just love the taste of it, and I think there's something about I've Trixie. never known you to like seafood until randomly on Twitter two weeks ago. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, first of all, my go-to breakfast when I'm hungover is lox, like a lox, a fully stacked Ugh. lox bagel. You know I'm Jewish. I have never had lox in my life. What is wrong with you? It's delicious. A smoked, I don't like a raw fish. Sam- it's not raw. 
It's it smoked. sure is. It's not raw. It's smoked. It's been brought up to a temp. The pink locks that's served cold and raw? That's not raw. Ow. I stabbed myself. <laughs> that's not raw. I'm going to look at What it do up. you mean? Because when it's smoked, it's brought up to a, a, a low. No, I think there are two types. Oh, God. Every Jewish person listening to this podcast is going to say, well, hey, no, it's man. not raw. Like how I think it because it's technically called it's like a cured. It's salt cured. So all the moisture is taken out of it. So much like a pickle. Do you consider a pickle raw or do you consider but a, pickle a pickle's pickle? a vegetable, bitch? But it's still it can be a raw cucumber. Right. I eat raw vegetables. Or a pickle. Just like a raw salmon, which would be sushi, or, okay, is lox. I I haven't had sushi ever. Do you think that, is that insane? I need to fix that. I'm like a grown-up person. Do you think that, um... Oh, I guess it's technically uncooked. Okay. How about... So they are among the foods that can cause foodborne illness. Okay. (laughs) So... Have Can I eat had... locks when I'm pregnant? Have you? No. <laughs> Have you ever had a raw egg? No. Me neither. Do but you? Ha- okay, but what, what but about cookie like a, dough? What... Well, like yeah, when your so mom made dough. cookies. But what? But I haven't had like where you put a raw egg in a cup and drink it. But I have a poached egg, so the 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 yolk is runny. But to use your own logic back against you, it's been brought up to a temperature. Not the yolk, just the outer, just the whites. Well. It has been brought up to well, a temperature. But, but guess what? My uh, logic was flawed. So <laughs> <laughs> no, because meatball, when you when you when you put your fork through a poached egg, what happens to the yolk? It runs everywhere. Yeah, because it's raw. No, because it's been brought up to the temperature. Because when you crack an egg into like a bowl and it's raw, yes, I'm saying the yolk is raw. The whites are cooked. Right. You're not listening to me. When I you think I cr- am, and I don't think that you're understanding what you're saying. No, 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 no. When you crack an egg into a bowl, what happens to the yolk? It sits pretty in the middle of the oh, whites. And it holds its form, right? Yes. But after you poach the egg, does the yolk hold its form? Yes, in the middle. No, it runs everywhere once you cut into it. it. Yeah, just like if you were to put it in a bowl and then stab the yolk, it's going to run. Nah. Yes, go do it. Wait, what? Poaching an egg egg is cooking an egg. It's cooking the whites. Now you want to bring rice into it? (laughs) Rice? Poached egg. Not this turning into us just good. Poached egg raw yolk. What does it say? I see your face changing. No, you can get sick from an undercooked poached egg as well. <laughs> right, if it's raw. The perfect poached egg has a runny raw yolk with a hardened crust. No raw white remaining. So the yolk is raw and the whites are cooked. Just like if you were to crack an egg into a bowl and then stab the yolk, it would run. I don't really just like, like when poached you make, eggs. Just like when you make scrambled eggs and you stir it up in a bowl, because it's all raw, it'll all blend together. Do you know people eat raw meat? Like hamburger meat? Yeah. Like cow oh, beef? Oh, I've seen people do that. I One time in a restaurant, 
Well, no, I've had um, what is it, steak tartare, and that's basically raw beef, but it's like so, high quality cut, and that's do, delicious. But I've seen someone eat a a package of Trader Joe's red like ground beef just raw on a cracker. What is that? Is that because? God, I'm just going to sound so dumb right now. Is that because based on the way we've sort of like industrialized meat production in this country and around the world, that the emphasis on really, really cooking everything has to do with um, like that the meat that we're getting on our table was actually butchered three weeks ago. And it's about the preservatives and like keeping the meat like digestible. But if you were to eat immediately butchered meat, like fresh, it wouldn't ever make you sick in that raw form. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that white people don't like seasoned food (laughs) as much and it's a race. Well, it's a classist situation. Because poorer people had to season older meats and stuff so that they couldn't taste that it was, like, going bad. So they used a lot of seasoning and stuff. Whereas people with more money would eat fresh meats and just, like, have the flavor of the meats. Which is why I... And I I think... Well, just just why, like, people season food more. This is what I love. This is what I'm talking about. Like, eight eight headlines beneath the the main story. It's always racism. It's well, it always comes back to racism and classism. All right, let's take a break. Oh, Kerr, we are and we're back. Let's do this last phone call. It's a fun one. Should we do one more after that? We got time. No, I want to keep talking with you about food production. Just kidding. Oh. All right. Hey, Big Dip. Hey, Meatball. Love Uh-oh. the podcast. So when I was 23, I was definitely on Craigslist, living my best life. And a guy hit me up and asked me if I wanted to hook up. I said, sure. I couldn't host at the time. He couldn't host, but he said he knew a place. Well, when I met I up with him, he said place. it was his house that he was having built that was under construction. Mm, we no. go over to said house. Place is definitely under construction. He sets out a little blanket, starts sucking my dick. Next thing I know, I've got him bent over, going at it, having a great time. When all of a sudden, I notice there are lights pulling up. And the lights are kind of moving around. Only to realize it's a cop car. Immediately, the guy that I'm balls deep in jumps up, runs out the back of the house under construction, and disappears. And I'm standing there with a wet dick, hard as fuck, with cops getting out of their car, walking up to this construction site at, like, one-something in the morning. Oh, my... I barely get my pants on before they walk in. I have to start explaining myself. I mean, I didn't really have to explain myself because the blankets there, our clothes are there. There's a bottle of fucking lube and a bottle of fucking rush. So they put me on the street corner, handcuffed me. I have to sit for 20 to 30 minutes for seven other cars to show up. I live in Tennessee, and I'm black, by the way. 
The cars show up. They take out a police dog because they know the guy's there. Pull out a megaphone, and they're telling him to come out. Nothing. Next thing you know, they put it down to the dog and have the dog sniff his shirt. The dog starts barking. They get on there and say, come out, or we're letting the dog go in. <gasps> this motherfucker pops out of a bush like like a fucking prairie dog out of nowhere and has to come walking up butt-ass naked. It was probably the most traumatic sex act of my entire life, and I was literally on Craigslist the next day boning out some other dude in his dorm. So thanks, and I hope to call in with more sloppy. Oh, that's what I'm worried about with all these people doing the cruising and stuff. It's like, but apparently he, I mean, what, did he get arrested? Did he get booked? Like, was it just public indecency or was it like trespassing? I need to know what actually happened to him. Because he says the next day he's like free to do it. So, well, I think because he was like, oh, hello, I was brought here under false priest. I'm pretty sure he threw his trick under the bus and was like. Because that's what I would do, too. I'd be like, this person, who I know nothing about except that we're having sexual sexual Congress, um, this person told me- Do you me like the, Congress? The sexual kind? Sure. This congressional session's in session. Um, I would say the same thing. I would be like, this stranger brought me here and told me this was their home. Yeah, I guess Point that blank, but also to run out naked and like not grab your clothes. Like when or the not lights pull up, you know you have at least two minutes. Like grab something and go. Yeah, that was wild. That's wild. Maybe the person had like, maybe the, I don't know. Maybe the person knew who lived there and they knew that like their friend had called the cops on them. You know what I mean? Like maybe it was yeah. like, it's my brother's house and he knows I come over here to fuck dudes off of Craigslist and my brother calls the cops <laughs> on me every time. I don't know. I mean, that shit is crazy. I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't imagine sitting there in handcuffs, technically having trespassed. Yeah. But being brought there under false pretenses, it's like, thank fucking God that they believed our caller and like let him go because he wasn't yeah, doing that anything wrong. Real bad. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah, fuck yeah. a guy in the Hollywood Hills shortly after I moved here in a construction site. Like it was like it was like there were the windows were open and there was like plastic blowing through. But it was his, right? That's what he told me. He said he was redoing it and it was his. Oh. And it made sense. But you know, the, the kitchen was done, but like the downstairs wasn't. See, I would always I why, why not just opt for a to do it in the car. The like, car? You always talk about the car. I would I would well, love uh, well, for I, you. Okay, I say that I do it in the car, but guess what? I've never been arrested for trespassing and fucking in public places. All I'm saying is I if I were I would like to see the positions you can pull in the car. Don't lift your leg up like that. Mama. If I had you it straight if, up in the air. If while someone's dick was in your ass, you made the face you just made on this Zoom call, I I <laughs> it would be a murder suicide. <laughs> <laughs> in the same moment double homicide baby double homicide that well, is what i just think that like yeah i am sure he's fine I, 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 I the one time that i got caught by police we were doing it in a one of those minivans that had a bed in the back oh 
And we just parked it in, like in the middle of a park, not under trees, not under the cover of anything, not in a parking lot, just in the middle of the park. And it was horrifying because you see the lights come on and then you just hear like a knock on the window. And we're like, scr- the first thing we did was scramble to get dressed. Like we didn't just like up and run. Right. What's that famous internet clip of that guy, his hand fully in like a lady's ass out in the world? Have you seen it? No. And then he like smells it and makes her smell it. Ew, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Hey, did you see me on the cover of the Fight magazine? I did. Congratulations. It's Pride Month. And again, don't forget this Pride Month to go and buy the Hip Dot Diamond Diva palette for only $22 on Ulta.com or on HipDot.com. And if you want the full $44 package, which comes with an eyeliner and a mascara and a beauty blender, it's on HipDot.com. So go and buy also, it. And also and remember. paid so I can go on vacation for my birthday, please. And also remember that every single corporation out there loves you, will do anything for you do all 12 months you of the year. They yeah. love their rainbow fags, flags. They love to be like high gay. They just love it's they're, pride they're out and here they work mama ing it. And so it really matters. It How, did what feel- was that photo shoot session like for the cover of the fight? Oh, yeah. Of the so, fight? For so Dusty Cunningham shoots the cover of the magazine every month. Yeah. Um uh fight is uh it's I believe the fight is the oldest print magazine. The oldest gay, gay print magazine in California, if that makes sense. So they still print That's these like a like, lot of stipulations, but it's worth the award. Yeah, they they print these like high color, like really nice like magazines, and obviously it's a queer publication. And so Dusty's idea was to do um, like a recreation of the Village People, and um, so he, you know, like the leather daddy is a leather mama, and the the police officer character is a security guard. And the sailor Tokyo was wearing clothes, but is basically nude in the sailor hat. Well, that's a that's a Dusty Cunningham shoot for you, right? And then the what what was always referred to as the Indian character, which is actually like an indigenous person, a Native American. He kept the title uh, or the name Indian, and his friend who is Indian, uh, you know, was reimagined in that that role. And then there's like a cowboy and a jock and a harness. But it turned out great. Oh, and I was the construction worker. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, we revive my um my role. Do you remember I did that Diet Coke commercial? Do you remember that? Yeah, forever ago. Where you yeah, danced and around. I, I played a I it was a spoof on that nineties Diet Coke break commercial when they like watched the construction workers. And so I got to be a construction worker again. It's cute. I think it's a great picture. The shoot was really, really easy. It literally took like 45 minutes. We just like That's showed up. crazy. All got dressed. It was like snap, snap, snap. And then we walked away. I love that. Well, that's because there was no drag queens there. There was no drag queen. 
And thanks for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. This is Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. Our number is 213-536-9180. And call in with a fuck talk story, or just if you have any information for us, let us know. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. Or you can follow my Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And get ready for Friday. We're going to have a great time. Fun episode. Secret Project. We'll Secret see you Project. Goodbye. Doodle doo forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.